0: Good morning and welcome to our Daily Scripture Podcast. I'm Lisa Whitaker, and today's reading is chapter 3 of Paul's letter to the foolish Galatians. They had been convinced by false teachers that they needed to be circumcised in order to become Christians, and divisions in the church ensued. Paul explains in this chapter that their justification is not by works, but by faith in Christ. In verse 16, he writes that when God made the promise to Abraham that through his offspring, all the nations of the earth would be blessed, Jesus was actually the true and final offspring who would fulfill that promise. We see why, then, it was important for Matthew to begin his gospel with the genealogy of Jesus, showing that he was, in fact, a descendant of Abraham. Genesis 15 verse 6 tells us Abraham believed God's promises to him and God counted his faith as righteousness. While the law helped expose sin, it ultimately pointed to Christ who fulfilled the law through his life, death, and resurrection, something humans could never do. Now faith in him secures our righteousness before God. Let's read verses 23 through 29. There is neither Jew nor Greek, there is neither slave nor free, there is no male and female, for you are all one in Christ Jesus. And if you are Christ's, then you are Abraham's offspring, heirs according to the promise. This is the word of the Lord. Faith in Christ changes us. The Greek word for sons in verse 26 is a legal term used in adoption and inheritance laws of the first century Rome. When we repent and come to faith in Christ, we become adopted sons and daughters of God. And as verse 28 explains, no one is better than anyone else in God's family. He views the newly believing drug addict in the same light as a lifelong servant of the church. Because of faith, both are credited with Christ's righteousness. Even though intellectually we know this is true, as humans who still struggle with sin, we can easily fall into thinking that what we do, how we look, who our friends are, how much we serve at church or fill in the blank defines us. But God's word tells us, when we're baptized, we put on Christ. He is our new identity. Yet it's still hard to fully accept this unmerited, undeserved grace. I know of Christians who, near the end of their earthly lives, doubt if they've done enough for the Lord. They doubt that He could still love them enough to welcome them home after a life of struggling with sin. Paul is telling them and us that the promise is really real. We belong to Christ. We are not our own. His steadfast love for us cannot be taken away, no matter how many times we mess up. He's given us His Holy Spirit to help us become more like Him in our daily lives, being kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another as God in Christ forgave us. The law enslaves, but the gospel of Jesus gives freedom and abundant life. English preacher John Bunyan speaks to this. He quotes, "'Run, John, run,' the law commands, but gives us neither feet nor hands." Far better news the gospel brings. It bids us fly and gives us wings. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for the blessed assurance that we don't have to strive to earn your love. Your love was displayed on the cross of Christ for us. And if you love us that much to sacrifice your only Son, who's fully God and fully man, how can we not trust that you are making all things new? through your sovereign plan for us and for the world. We believe, Lord, help us in our unbelief. Holy Spirit, reign in our hearts, in our church, and through our church to the world. Amen.